Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yes, you are too faithful (laughs) to fail me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is your mercy that we are not consumed because your compassions fail not. They are new every morning, and great is your faithfulness. Hallelujah. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh after him. Amen. Good morning, Father. We say good morning to you again, Abba. Good morning, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Good morning, Holy Spirit, our comforter and our guide. And we say good morning to each of you, each of you that have woken up this morning to hear from the Lord, to pray and intercede on behalf of someone else. Good morning to you. And we know that God will bless you for your willingness and obedience to his word. Great is his faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. His faithfulness will not fail because he cannot lie. Amen. Well, without further ado, let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator, the angel of our house, the leaders at New Destiny Church, our Bishop C. Carl Smith, and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you. We bless you in the name of the Most High God, Jesus Christ. Amen. We have a lot of servant leaders who work diligently in the background, ensuring that the prayer call is open and available to access at 5 a.m. That means that they're up preparing for the call, doing checks and setting up music, etc., before we even access at 5. We want to acknowledge them. Our prayer call controller this morning is Sister Sidonia Fazel. So we say good morning to you, Sister Sidonia, and we pray God's blessings upon you. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister Linda Lightfoot. Good morning, Minister Lightfoot. How are you doing today? Good morning. I am blessed on top and rising. All right. Hallelujah. Blessed. On top and rising. I take that too. Amen, amen. Thank you, Minister Lightfoot. Our prayer requests and any praise reports that have been submitted will be offered by Sister Margaret Johnson. Good morning, Sister Margaret. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm blessed, highly favored, and waiting on the Lord. (laughs) Amen, amen. Look, I take that too. That's right. Amen, amen. Lamentations, again, it says, the Lord is good unto them that wait for him. Amen. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we come before your throne of gracious thanking you. Thanking you for another opportunity, this new day that you have made. 
this new day, this new morning, dear God, where your your mercies, dear God, are with us, dear God. They are not we are not consumed, dear God, because of your loving kindness, your mercies towards us. Because of your compassion, your compassion that are new every morning. And we thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that you've given us another opportunity, dear God, to get things right, to walk in our purpose, to fulfill your purpose in us. Hallelujah. You've given us another opportunity to make heaven bigger, to expand your kingdom. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Thank you, God. Father, we ask, dear God, that you speak, dear God, through our devotion leader this morning. Holy Spirit, pray through our prayer leader this morning, Father. We yield to you, the listeners, dear God. We yield to you, God. Have your way. Work it in us that which is well-pleasing in your sight. In your sight, Father. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus. Jesus, be glorified through us. We call on your blood, God. We call on your blood to heal, to deliver, to set free, to save. Save us, Father, from whatever. This we ask, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, be thou glorified. Amen, amen, and amen. Minister Lightfoot, we're ready for you. Good morning, everyone. All praises to God and to our bishop, Bishop Christopher Carl Smith, to Pastor Adrian, to all guests, pastors, and clergy, and to the New Destiny worshiping family, guests, and friends. It's a great day in the kingdom this 21st day of July, and our discussion this morning is it's time for a move of God, and it's coming from Psalms 5110, Romans 4, 17 through 18, 20 through 22, and they read as follows. Psalm 5110 says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Romans 4, 17 through 18 says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be. Romans 4, 20 through 22 says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform. And therefore, it was imputed to him for righteousness. What is a pure heart? 
The heart David is speaking of is his innermost being, that part of him where his thoughts, desires, emotions, and decisions reside. And a pure heart is a heart that is unmixed, unadulterated in agenda or purpose, and unmanipulative. A pure heart has clean and clear motive, unclouded with underlying or hidden intention. God is most concerned with our hearts and what we truly desire for our lives. Unlike other religions, Christianity introduces a God that not only loves us unconditionally, but that also wants to know us, spend time with us, and offer grace and love that we will never deserve. We know this is true because of the countless times throughout the Bible that Jesus calls us to draw near to him. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. When we are presented with the concept of purity, often our minds are led straight to abstinence, sobriety, or having a clean, sinless life. Though these things do accurately define purity, they are external purities. Jesus says, pure in heart, which is referring to internal purity, once again showing his concern with our heart's condition and position. Jesus doesn't waste time speaking to our external lives because he knows that our hearts must first be changed. It's the internal things that have eternal impact. When we experience this heart shift, our behaviors, actions, and external lives will also change as a result of it. Jesus wants our hearts to genuinely desire things that are pleasing to him. Then our lives will reflect and produce things that are pleasing to him. When we receive Jesus in our hearts and make the commitment to follow him, he begins a transformation in our hearts. Our love for him will translate into a hunger to know him and a thirst to live like him, and we will want more of him. This is a pure heart, a heart that desires nothing more than to be with God because that truly is all our life should be about. Within this beatitude, Jesus also promises that those who embody this pure heart will see God. Only those with a pure heart will know Jesus because that is what Jesus sees. He doesn't fall for the words that we say or the act that we put on for people in our lives. God knows our heart and our desires, and that's what he is most interested in. The truth is that even after we accept Jesus into our lives, we will still fail. But thankfully, God continues to forgive us. He honors our heart's desires, and if our heart truly desires him and his will for our lives, even though we have our failures, we are blessed and we will see God. David requests heart surgery. 
He knew he needed internal change. The previous actions he had taken were the result of his thought life of lust and a lack of self-control. The heart change comes through God's work through his son, Jesus Christ, and Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit shows us our errors and brings conviction. Jesus' blood upon our confession washes away the guilty stain of sin. First John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and will cleanse us of all unrighteousness. There's a song that says, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stain. Guilt separates and isolates, but confession brings God's acceptance of you and releases the blood of Jesus to wash us white as snow. All the spiritual spiritual gunk, negativity, anger, doubt, fear, shame, etc. are washed away and we can draw nigh to God. When your heart is pure and your desires have aligned with God's desires for you and for your life, your trust in him becomes firm and relying despite what you see, despite what you feel, despite what you think, despite your situation or circumstance, and despite what you may perceive as a gotta have it on your list of wants. You're able to align with his word and spirit with the expectation that what is currently not visible will manifest, and by the power of the spirit, you will call it forth without apprehension or stagger. In other words, because of our faith in God and his word, we will not draw back from him because of doubt, frustration, or fear, but instead Stand firm on what God has spoken, expecting fruition, the fruition manifesting first within us. Remember, the kingdom of God is within us. It is an internal residing in submission to God and his spirit, powered by the Holy Spirit with eternal impact. Romans four seventeen and 18 says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him who he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be. And verses 20 and 22 says, he staggered not at the promise of God, talking about Abraham, through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. A great move of God always begins internally. When the heart is pure in heavenly agenda and the internal aligns with the eternal, it is at that point that we experience and witness a move of God. God is always moving. It is us who get stuck as a result of our 
thought life, our personal desires, agendas, and focus. In order to focus on our desires, we must take our eyes. We must we mustn't take our eyes off God. When we do, we begin to allow the things of the world to captivate and distract us. This is the trick of the enemy, ushering in doubt, fear, and weakening faith, which distort our trust in God and spiritual vision. We used to sing a song years ago, and it said, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. But when you empty the contents of your heart to him, be sure to take time to listen to the contents of his heart for you. Because you will find that he wants so much more for you. There's another song that asks the question, will your heart and soul say yes? Will you align with his will rather than your own? Despite the condition you may be in, despite the limitations you may have mentally or physically, no matter how impossible it may seem, when he tells you what he needs from you, Will your heart and soul say yes wholeheartedly? Will you receive his direction and not question, murmur, or quit? Will you turn your eyes and ears toward God, refine your focus, and follow him step by step? Abraham and Sarah's physical condition said, impossible. Yet because of their relationship with God, they laughed. And they even sought to help God perform his word by having Ishmael rather than waiting on the promise, which was Isaac. Alignment requires that we submit to God's timing and not our own. And his word manifested because although they misaligned, they made internal adjustments. They aligned with his will. When you give God a sincere yes, coupled with a wholehearted alignment, coupled with obedience, that will be a true move of God. And that will turn this upside-down world right-side upward and set it in order. Don't you agree? It's time for a move of God. Let internal change manifest outwardly from a pure heart. And watch your world change with eternal impact. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Lightfoot. Amen. Amen. It's the internal things that have external impact. Amen. Thank you. That was a blessed word. It was a good word. It is the internal things that have an external impact, and the kingdom of God is within us. Amen. Thank you again, Minister Lightfoot. Sister Margaret, come on, sis. We're ready to pray. Saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe together as she prays. All right. Good morning, everyone. Um, So this morning we're going to pray for um, all of those that are on the call, for all of us, um, because it is time for a great move of God. And 
we're coming to invoke God's presence in our lives. So, Heavenly Father, um, we just come this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the word, Lord God, that was just released to encourage us, to push us, and to help us to move into our destiny, Lord God, so that each one of us can move, Lord God, from pain to purpose, Father. We come this morning in the name of Jesus. We ask you this morning, according to your word, to have mercy on us, O oh God, to blot out all of our transgressions, Father, to wash us thoroughly from all of our iniquities, Father, creating us a pure heart, O oh God. We are ever seeking you, Lord God, and your presence, Father. So today, Father, we come, we entrust our work to you, Father. We know that our plans will work out well because we can do everything you ask us to, but only with the help of you, Lord Jesus. You are the one who gives us strength. You give us power today. Because, Father, we reverence your name, we declare today that your goodness shines on each and every one on the line like the sun with healing in its rays, according to Malachi 4 this morning, Father. We praise you this morning, Father. We will never forget your goodness, your kindness, your love, your mercy, O oh God. You forgive all of our sins, Father God. You heal all of our sicknesses, Father. You save us from the grave and you surround us with loving kindness and tender mercies, Father. So this morning, Father, we come, we plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one that's on this call today, Lord God. We cover our bodies, our minds, our emotions, and our spirits with the blood of Jesus this morning. We plead the blood of Jesus against physical, mental, and emotional abuse and trauma this morning, oh God. We plead the blood of Jesus against any and all diseases and viruses and illnesses that would try to overtake your children this morning, Father. We release the healing virtue of Jesus Christ into our bodies, into our families this morning, Father. We pray against the root of every attack upon our health, O oh God. We declare, Lord God, that by your stripes we are healed and strong, Lord God, so that we can fulfill your purpose in our lives today, for our lives today, Father. We plead the blood of Jesus against calamities and catastrophes and hidden dangers that would try to come against us today, O oh God. We declare we have been redeemed out of the hands of the enemy, O oh God. We submit to you today, Lord God. We declare that our hearts and our souls say yes to you, Lord God. We desire your will today, Lord God. So we ask you for a fresh and filling for each and every one on the call today, Lord God. We ask you to lead us and to guide us today, Lord God. Direct us today, Lord God. You said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So we ask you to order each and every one's steps today, Lord God so that we move from pain to purpose, oh God, from purpose to passion, oh God, and Lord God, from passion to whatever palace you would have us to reign and rule in, Father, in the mountains of influence. We thank you for it this morning, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. The next prayer request is we're going to pray for um, Sister Yvette uh, Atienza's mom, who is um, uh, fighting COVID pneumonia. So, Father, we come and we lift up Sister Yvette um, and her mom this morning, Father, you said, Lord God, in your word that you bore her sins uh, in your body on the tree, that, Lord God, she is dead to sin and alive unto you, and that by your stripes she is healed and made whole, Father. You said, Father God, in your word that you bore her sicknesses, you carried her pain, O oh God. Therefore, we speak on her behalf that she um, gives no place to sickness or pain. We recognize it's there, but we declare it is trespassing. It is 
Lord God, against your will for her life. And so we pray, Lord God, that she is an overcomer, that she overcomes by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of her testimony, Father God. We speak over her, Lord God, and we command her body to be healed in the name of Jesus. We declare 1 Peter 2.24 as a reality in her flesh, restoring every cell of her body in the name of Jesus. We declare her body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, O oh God. So on her behalf, we agree with her daughter, O oh God. We make a demand on her body to release, Lord God, the right chemicals, O oh God, for her immune system to be strong and to fight in the name of Jesus, O oh God. We um, pray, Lord God, over her lungs, O oh God, for her lungs to be clean and clear and healthy, O oh God, all excess fluid to dry up. We speak it, O oh God. There's no distance in the spirit, O oh God, and because there's no distance, we can speak to her where she is, O oh God, and command her lung capacity to increase. In the name of Jesus, we command pneumonia to bow your knee to the name of Jesus. We command all excess fluid to go in the name of Jesus. We command her, um, her breathing to normalize, Father, in the name of Jesus. We command sickness to flee. You have no power over Sister Yvette's mom. We know she's a child of God. We know she loves the Lord. We know she loves the word of God. And so, Father, we command her blood pressure to normalize in the name of Jesus. We command her heartbeat to be normal. In the name of Jesus, we declare her body carries the life of God, restoring life and health throughout her body. In the name of Jesus, we command her blood cells to destroy every disease, every germ, every virus that tries to inhabit her body. We command every cell of her body to be normalized in the name of Jesus. We, we declare today, COVID-19, you bow your knee to the name of Jesus today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that by your stripes she is healed, O oh God. We forbid confusion in her immune system, oh God. We command her immune system to grow stronger in the name of Jesus, oh God. You said in your word, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in her, Lord God, and quickens her immune system with the life and the wisdom of God, which guards the life and the health of her body. And so we thank you, Lord God, that you are healing her. We loose the angels all around her, oh God to help her and to bring from heaven what she needs in the earth, Father. We thank you for it, Father God. Strengthen Sister Yvette, Lord God. All those, Lord God, who um, are facing any type of illness, oh God, we speak health and healing and wholeness over our bodies today, Lord God. We speak your protection in Psalm 91 that we dwell in the secret place of the Most High and we abide under the shadow of the Almighty whose power no foe can withstand, oh God. Even though a person may get COVID, we declare you are trespassing, you are illegal, you have no right to be here, and we command you to go in the name of Jesus. We declare we belong to God. Jesus Christ is our Lord. He is our King, our Savior, and our God. And we trust in you, Lord God, with all of our heart, Lord God. We declare no fear, Lord God, of, Lord God, what may come, Lord God. And we declare, Lord God, anything that's not of you has to go in the name of Jesus and bow itself to your authority. We thank you today, Lord God. You said when we pray according to your will, we know you hear us. And if we know you hear us, we know we have a request that we've asked of you. So we thank you for hearing and answering and moving on our behalf. And we thank you for Sister Yvette's mom being healed and whole in Jesus' name. Amen. Sister Charlene. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Sister Margaret. And according to Matthews 18 and 19, if two of us agree on earth as touching anything that we ask, it shall be done of our Father in heaven. So we know that he has heard us. We know you've heard us, Father. 
and our petitions have been granted. We wait. We wait for the good report, Father. And we say it is so. We want to swing back to Minister Lightfoot. Minister Lightfoot, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us? Yes. In order to align with God, our eyes must be constantly on him because he's ever moving. One glance away can get you off focus and off track. Focusing on him will enable you to follow him explicitly with a firm, relying trust and not draw back. It will stop your internal staggering. Internal staggering comes from misdirected focus and distractions. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. The word delight in the original language means to make yourself pliable. Feasting on the word opens our hearts to the spirit of God. And when we hear and obey, he makes us pliable. I encourage you to go before God and request heart surgery with all sincerity, a willingness and a resolve to let go of your own personal desires, especially those that are not aligned with the will of God. Let us declare what God has declared and call those things that be not as though they were. By the power of the risen Christ and Holy Spirit, I call you into divine alignment and order internally that you may have impact eternally. God bless. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Minister Lightfoot. We have a couple of announcements before we close out. Please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them into www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect, and then scroll down to prayer requests and enter your request. We love to pray. We have been called to pray, and we will pray without ceasing. Amen? Corporate prayer this Saturday is on-site and live-streamed at the Oakland campus. So please come out to join us in Oakland for corporate prayer at 7 a.m. Also, please remember that we now only meet on Wednesdays and Thursday mornings for 5 a.m. prayer and devotion. Again, we only meet on Wednesday and Thursdays during the weekdays for 5 a.m. prayer. Lastly, when we open the lines this morning, we ask that everyone that is baptized in the Holy Spirit that you please pray in your heavenly language. For those of you who do not have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we ask that you just simply give thanks unto the Lord. Just pray the prayer of thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Lightfoot, Sister Margaret, and Sister Sidonia, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you. Please invite others to join in with us for prayer as we stand together. Let's go before Father God again. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your word this morning. Thank you for your word, dear God. For it is the internal things, God, that have external impact. 
Hallelujah. We invoke your mighty presence, Father. We ask, dear God, that you give each caller, Father. Give us, Father, a clean heart. We crowd as David cried, Father, in Psalms 51. Create in me, Father, in me, Father, a clean heart. We each cry that out this morning. Create in me a clean heart, Father, and renew a right spirit within us. Renew the right spirit, God. Father, we thank you. We pray, dear God, in the name of Jesus, for a new commitment. We make a new commitment to submit to you. We give you a fresh yes, God, a true yes, dear God, a fresh Yes, a new commitment, dear God. We shift and move towards you internally from our spirits, Father. We look to you, God. We seek you, Father, because we need a move from you. We can't do it on our own. We need to see you. We need to hear you. Father, bless your people, I pray. Bless each caller, dear God, if they wait on you. Give them the strength and the fortitude in the wait. Hallelujah. Father, give your people the spirit of endurance, I pray. I decree and declare Isaiah 40. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Father, I decree and declare Galatians 6 and 9 that your people will not Be weary in well-doing, for in due season they shall reap if they faint not. And I declare that your people will not faint. Hallelujah. Your people will keep silence before you to hear and obey you, Father. Hallelujah. Father, I declare a renewed strength, breath of God, blow on your people. Breath of God, blow on your people afresh in the name of Jesus. Renew, God, refresh, restore. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Sidonia, please open the line for the saints to pray together. <laughs> 